Would you like to retire with enough? My name is Peter Guidry, and I am the host of the Retiring with Enough podcast. What exactly are stocks? How do you buy and sell? And what exactly is this thing called the stock exchange that we hear about every day? Stick around and you'll find out. I thought it would be interesting today to start with some of the top investing quotes of all time. Good old Benjamin Franklin said, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest. For me personally, having a great education has reaped the greatest rewards. Education can facilitate a better job, occupation, or knowledge base. The same holds true with investments where necessary research and analysis are necessary before making any investment decisions. Warren Buffett said, I'll tell you how to become rich. Close the doors. Be fearful when others are greedy. Be greedy when others are fearful. More easily stated, be prepared to invest in a down market and to get out in a soaring market, as per Warren Buffett's philosophy. George Soros said, it's not whether you're right or wrong that's important, but how much money you make when you're right and how much you lose when you're wrong. Too many investors become obsessed with being right, even when the gains are small. Winning big and cutting your losses when you're wrong are more important than being right. Jeff Bezos says, given a 10% chance of a 100 times payoff, you should take that bet every time. Most people dismiss many of the best and most profitable investment ideas simply because they probably won't work. These investors never stop to consider how much they can make if unlikely outcomes actually occur. Jeff Bezos took those bets and became one of the richest people in the world. John Bogle says, don't look for the needle in the haystack, just buy the haystack. If it seems too hard to find the next Amazon, John Bogle came up with the only sure way to get in on the action. By buying an index fund, investors can put a little bit of money into every stock. Here's another one by Warren Buffett. This guy must know a little bit about investing in stocks. He said, I don't look to jump over seven-foot bars. I look around for one-foot bars that I can step over. A lot of times investors make things too hard for themselves. The value stocks that Buffett prefers frequently outperform the market making success easier. Robert Arnott said, in investing, what is comfortable is rarely profitable. At times, you'll have to step out of your comfort zone to realize significant gains. Know the boundaries of your comfort zone and practice stepping out of it in small doses. The best investment strategy can turn into the worst if you don't have the stomach to see it through. Robert G. Allen said, how many millionaires do you know who have become wealthy by investing in savings accounts? I rest my case. Although savings invested in savings accounts are a sure bet, your gains will be minimal due to the extremely low interest rates. Carlos Slim Hellu said, courage taught me no matter how bad a crisis gets, any sound investment will eventually pay off. Don't despair amid the inevitable setbacks that all investors face, especially during a crisis in the market. Ben Graham said, 
the individual investor should act consistently as an investor and not as a speculator. Base your decisions on real facts and analysis rather than risky, speculative forecasts. Melody Hobson said, the biggest risk of all is not taking one. There's a direct trade-off between risks and returns. Robert Kiyosaki said, it's not how much money you make, but how much money you keep, how hard it works for you, and how many generations you keep it for. If you're a millionaire by the time you're 30, but blow it all by the age of 40, you've gained nothing. Peter Lynch says, know what you own and know why you own it. Younger listeners may not recognize the name Peter Lynch, but for many years he ran and turned Fidelity Magellan into one of the biggest mutual funds ever to exist. Dave Ramsey says, financial peace isn't the acquisition of stuff. It's learning to live on less than you make so you can give money back and have money to invest. You can't win until you do this. By being modest in your spending, you can ensure that you'll have enough for retirement and give back to the community as well. Paul Samuelson says, investing should be more like watching paint dry or watching grass grow. If you want excitement, take $800 and go to Las Vegas. If you think investing is gambling, you're doing it wrong. So John Templeton, who is considered by many to be the father of international investing, said, The four most dangerous words in investing are, it's different this time. Following market trends in history allows us to look past the present situation in the stock market and understand that historically things normally settle down and the stock market gradually rises. And two more stock quotes, both by this guy Warren Buffett. The first quote is that wide diversification is only required when investors do not understand what they're doing. And my personal favorite, which is also a quote by Warren Buffett, only when the tide goes out do you discover who's been swimming naked. Risk and poor judgment can be hidden during a rising market, just like a naked swimmer during high tide. But when the financial tide recedes, it always exposes those who are unprepared or foolish. What exactly are stocks? Stocks, known as equities, represent ownership of small parts of corporations or businesses. Stock units are called shares and entitle the owner to part of the corporation's assets and profits based on the number of shares owned. Stocks trade on highly regulated and monitored stock exchanges. These safeguards are meant to protect investors from fraudulent practices. I own a hot dog stand. I'm making money, but I'm reinvesting all profits back into the company. I decide that I need additional money to make my business grow, so I decide to take on an investor. The deal we make is that in return for his money, I will give him a small part of the business, represented by stock, and he will get a portion of the profits each year, which are represented by dividends. If the company grows, then his share of the business, his stock, will become more valuable. This is what stock investing represents. There are different types of stocks. There are two basic stock types, common stock and preferred stock. Common stock represents ownership in a company or corporation. As a stock holding owner of the company, 
Stock owners are entitled to vote for the board of directors and certain company policies. Usually, a stock purchase represents confidence in the future growth and earnings of a company. The more that investors are willing to pay for future earnings, the higher the price will be and the higher the price-to-earnings ratio will become. In stock market parlance, this is usually listed as the P.E. ratio. The second type of stock is called preferred stock. Preferred shares represent a form of ownership in a corporation and often lack the voting rights, but do come with regular and higher dividend payments. Preferred stock shares are sometimes considered to be a hybrid between bonds and common stock. In the event of bankruptcy or liquidation, bondholders, preferred shareholders, and other debt holders are paid in full before common stockholders. Where does one buy stocks? According to Wikipedia, the term stock market refers to several exchanges in which shares of publicly held companies are bought and sold. Such financial activities are conducted through formal exchanges and via over-the-counter marketplaces that operate under a defined set of regulations. Both stock market and stock exchange are often used interchangeably. Traders in the stock market buy or sell shares on one or more of the stock exchanges that are part of the overall stock market. The leading U.S. stock exchanges include the New York Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ. Presently, there are several ways to buy stock. But in every situation, a person who wishes to purchase stock must go through a brokerage or a company that has a seat on that particular stock exchange. Most people will go through an online broker, directly from the company, or through a full-service stockbroker. Stocks are usually purchased as part of an index, and there are approximately 5,000 U.S. indices, with the three most widely followed indices in the United States being the S&P 500, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, and the NASDAQ Composite. Stocks are usually categorized by sector, You'll often see stocks broken down by the type of business they're in. And the basic categories most often used include stock market sectors. The communication services sector usually includes telephone, internet, media, and entertainment companies. The consumer discretionary sector involves retailers, automakers, and hotel and restaurant companies. The consumer staples sector, who say that one three times. Involves food, beverage, tobacco, and household and personal product companies. The energy sector is concerned with oil and gas exploration and production companies, pipeline providers, and gas station operators. Financial sector involves banks, mortgage finance specialists, and insurance and brokerage companies. The healthcare sector is comprised of health insurers, drug and biotech companies, and medical device makers. The industrial sector is combined of airline, aerospace, and defense, construction, logistics, machinery, and railroad companies. The materials sector includes mining, forest products, construction materials, packaging, and chemical companies while the real estate sector includes real estate investment trust and real estate management and development companies. The technology sector is comprised of hardware, software, semiconductor, communication equipments, and IT services companies. 
The utilities sector is comprised of electric, natural gas, water, renewable energy, and multi-product utility companies. There are two main ways to invest in stocks. A person can purchase individual stocks or stock mutual or index funds. Investing in individual stocks is riskier than investing in a group of stocks in a stock index fund. With an individual stock, all funds are invested in one stock, so the chances of gain or loss are greater. With an index fund, there may be hundreds or thousands of stocks grouped together. The greater degree of diversification in stock index funds decreases risk, but the potential for gains is usually lower than an individual stock. And right here, we need to digress for just a minute and talk about efficient market hypothesis. Investopedia defines the efficient market hypothesis, or EMH, as a hypothesis that states that share prices reflect all information and consistent alpha generation is impossible. According to the EMH, stocks always trade at their fair market value on exchanges, making it impossible for investors to purchase undervalued stocks or sell stocks for inflated prices. Therefore, it should be impossible to outperform the overall market through expert stock selection or market timing, and the only way an investor can obtain higher returns is by purchasing riskier investments. This makes outperforming the market extremely difficult for most investors and lends credibility to the philosophy of investing in mutual funds both to diversify and mediate market risk. Stock Classification Stocks can also be classified according to style, performance, and size. Stocks can be large cap, large capitalization, medium cap, or small cap based on the value of the holdings. Stocks can also be classified as growth or value, domestic or international, emerging markets, IPO, dividend or non-dividend, cyclical or non-cyclical, ESG, and blue chip or penny stocks. These different classifications can be further subdivided to create multiple styles of stock classifications such as large cap growth, small cap value, or large cap international stocks. These different styles and classifications were discussed in more detail in the podcast titled Building a Portfolio. And I will wrap it up with some final thoughts. In its simplest form, stock ownership provides for investor participation in the growth and profits of companies and corporations. Most investors participate in the stock market through the purchase of common stocks. Stocks can be purchased directly from some companies and through online or full-service retail stockbrokers. Most investors purchase either individual stocks or through stock indexes and mutual funds. There are multiple classifications of stocks and mutual funds based on the size, style, and locations of assets. And last, and probably the most important, is that the EMH efficient market hypothesis dictates that it is extremely hard for individuals to outperform the market, which is termed generating alpha. In my next podcast, we'll discuss the misunderstood HSA, or Health Savings Account. And as always, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, 
please feel free to leave a review. And if you want to partake in an online conversation, be sure to search for the Retiring with Enough group on Facebook. Thanks. The information and opinions contained on this podcast are for general education and are considered general communications. Information on the podcast was obtained from various sources, and Retiring with Enough does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of any information presented. Retiring with Enough strongly recommends that you perform your own independent research and or speak with a qualified investment professional, legal advisor, or tax professional before making any financial decisions. The information and opinions expressed should not be construed as financial planning and does not consider the economic status or risk profile of any specific person, nor does it constitute an offer to buy or sell securities.